Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Hey guys, welcome to Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and this is episode 27, The Marriage of the Church and the World. I want to talk about the mixing that we're seeing between the church and the things of the world and and how tragic it is and what we need to do as Christians. First, I want to thank you for listening. And you guys are the reason that I do this. And I realize that um, this is the first episode in about a week and a half um, I'm excited to announce that I've not transitioned, but we have begun focusing efforts on a platform called Faithful. It is an awesome way to build a community. Um, whereas through this podcast, you know, it is content that I create that you can consume, which is awesome. And I pray that it leads you closer to Jesus. And I'm going to continue to do that. And my wife was actually telling me, hey, you need to be more consistent with that. And I will. Um, I've been so excited about Faithful that I have pushed this to the wayside until now. But let me tell you quickly about Faithful um, because, you know, as I do every episode, because I'm an unpaid missionary, I invite people to say, hey, if you don't partner with us monthly, if our ministry blesses you, if you feel like God is leading you to maybe bless us and help us keep going because we fully are funded by donors and supporters like you. We're looking for monthly partners to come alongside us. Faithful is a great way for you to support our ministry, but you also get something in return. So on Faithful, the lowest level is $9.99 a month, and you will get access to exclusive videos that are not available on any other platform. You know, I have over a million followers on social media, and I don't post my videos to any of those platforms, only on Faithful. And right now we're doing a 63-week walkthrough of my devotional that has sold over uh, almost 2,000 copies in the first few months. So many people have been impacted by it, and so we're diving deep into it. $9.99 gets you access to the exclusive videos where I'm once a week posting, you know, 15, 20, 30-minute walkthrough of that uh, devotional for the week. Deeper dive. um, It's been amazing. $20 a month is the second tier. You get a signed copy of my book and you get access to all the videos. And then the third, the highest tier, which is actually tier one, is the one that most people are signing up for. And it is $50 a month. Now, let me tell you this. This is an easy way to support our ministry. It's a great way. It really helps us out. But listen to what you get in return. Monthly Zoom access. We just finished our first monthly Zoom. We had eight people on. We've already had two sign-ups since then. That was on um, two, or Sunday night. Every first Sunday of the month, we're going to have a Zoom call. We're going to talk about um, life. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to take questions and answers. We're going to dive deeper into the devotional. We're going to learn how to operate in the gifts and walk in the Spirit. It's just going to be a time for us to connect. And so... We have people signing up for that. That's been amazing. And I want to encourage you, head over to Faithful. The link is going to be in the description of this podcast. 
and consider joining one of the tiers. Um, I highly recommend tier one. That way we can talk, you know, Zoom, you get to see each other. And uh, we had so many great questions. Everyone at the end of that Zoom said, I can't wait for the next one. Um, We're about to start a Discord, which is just like a group chat where all of us can talk and grow together. I really want to build a community of people that are running after Jesus. And so if you want to join us, check out Faithful, and we'll continue to sharpen each other and grow closer together as a community. So today we're talking about the marriage of the church and the world. You know, the church is the bride of Christ, and and Jesus is coming back for his bride. But right now, just like in the day of Moses when he was up on the mountain that was covered in fire, he was meeting with the Lord and the Lord told him, your people are down there. They had just made, I just made covenant with them and now they're cheating on me with idols. And now America and the world has made covenant with the world, with, with the things of the world, God's people are married. We're seeing the mixture of the church and the world, and it's horrifying. Listen to what the Bible says. Here's 1 John 2, 15 through 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Here's Ephesians 5, 11. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. 1 John 1, 6, If we say we have fellowship with him, God, and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. You see, there's a lot of people right now, especially in the Christian community, that say one thing, but their walk, their life, is revealing another. In this episode is meant to confront that way of thinking that we can live however we want and it doesn't matter to God. We can't. We are called to be set apart. We are called to live as we are seen. Jesus told us to be holy as God is holy. Are you living holy? Are you living righteously? You are blameless. If you are a born-again Christian, Colossians 1.21 says that in the sight of God, you are blameless. You are without fault. But that doesn't mean that you can live however you want. Paul says that in Romans, where sin abounds, grace abounds more. But what then? Does that mean that we should continue on in sin so that grace will abound? Absolutely not. That's disgusting. It's demonic. It's perverted. It's twisted. So what are we doing? Are we living for God? I just want you to examine yourself. I haven't had a podcast episode like this yet. Are you walking in darkness? Are you lying? Are you failing to practice truth? Are you walking in deception? Listen, there was so much of my life where I was I was fooling everyone, but I've never fooled God a day in my life. And neither have you. Listen, my friend, 
You were called to expose darkness, not walk in it. You were called to be in the world, but not of it. But some of you have lost your fire for God. Some of you do not love God. You say that you do, but your actions show that you love yourself and you love the things of the world. Listen to what the world is. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. How many of you are driven by the lust of your flesh? How many of you are driven by the lust of your eyes? How many of you are driven by the pride of life, by money and riches and fame and status and everything that you can get from the world? The Bible says that those things are not of the Father. So what are you doing? What are you going to do? You have to make a decision. And I want you to know something. God is not mad at you. Maybe you've been lying. Maybe you've been walking in deception. Maybe you've been trying to have everyone fooled. I want you to know that one, God sees it all. You're not fooling anyone. And while I do want you to walk in a healthy fear of the Lord, to understand that it means something, that we serve a God. He said, why fear man that can destroy your body? Fear God who could destroy both the body and the soul in hell. We serve a God who's that powerful, but as Christians, we understand that we're forgiven, we're loved by him. He purchased us with the blood of Jesus Christ. We belong to him. But when we belong to him, we do not abuse the grace that has been given. We do not abuse the blood of Christ that was shed for us to be free. There needs to be a healthy fear of the Lord. But as well, you need to understand the love of God. Sometimes people are in a pit and they don't need accusations. They don't need dirt thrown they need a rope and a lot of times a rope from the lord looks like grace and mercy there are times that people need to be shocked and they need to be confronted and they need to know you are in sin you're in deception if you think god doesn't care and you have lost your fear of the lord you've seared your conscience you've shipwrecked your faith you've become numb and grown cold and you need to wake up But there are also people, and I feel like this is most people, they're so aware of their sin, but they are stuck. They don't know how to get out. They're bound. They've put themselves under the yoke of the enemy. And you need to know this. God is madly in love with you still. He hasn't changed his mind about you. You can be free in Jesus' name. You can be free. It starts with confession come to God and say, Lord, I have sinned. This is what I've done. I've sinned against you. And then encourage yourself in the Lord. Father, I thank you that you love me. You made me for more than this. I was never meant to do this. I see how far I've come. Lord, please help me. Help me to be free. Your word says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I ask you, Holy Spirit, come and set me absolutely free right now. 
I don't want to have any part of the world. I don't want to be married to the world. I want to be married to you, God. You and I are in a covenant. I'm sorry that I've ever fallen short from that. Thank you that your grace is there to cover my sin. Thank you that you don't hold my sin against me. You don't keep a record of my wrongs. But somehow, God, by your grace and mercy and by the blood of Jesus, you still see me as holy, blameless, and righteous. Lord, I could never earn this. I don't deserve this, God, but you have given it to me freely. And so I receive it. And today I understand that this is my identity. Now, why is it so important for you to understand that? Because... When you see yourself as unworthy, when you see yourself as low, you begin to live at that level. And people wonder why the vicious cycle continues. When you see yourself unworthy, you live unworthy. When you live unworthy, you begin to sin and sin and sin and grow numb. And then you further see yourself as unworthy and you continue to live unworthy. God looks at you and says, the blood of Jesus speaks for you. He has made you worthy. He has made you holy. He has made you righteous in my sight. So stand up, my son. Stand up, my daughter. Walk away from the filth of this world by the strength of the Holy Spirit that I've given you. Walk in your destiny. Walk in your identity. You are my child. A good father doesn't beat their kid down. A good father speaks life and reminds their kid who they really are. A good father doesn't say, what what are you doing? You're such an idiot. You're so stupid. You're so this. You're so that. I can't believe you would do that. That is not what a good father does. You know what a good father does? You You make sure that your child understands that what they've done is wrong, but you do not beat them down. You say, what are you doing? Do you not see your worth so much more than what you're living right now? You were created for so much more. You were meant for higher things. You were meant for greater things. Come on, you were meant to be a child of God. This is no place for you. Come with me. Come home. Let me remind you who you are. You know, I once heard the story of a man who was addicted to cigarettes. And I believe it was his pastor He was asking, what do I do? What do I do? How do I get off of cigarettes? And he said, every time you smoke a cigarette, you say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The guy was born again. He was a Christian, but he was addicted to smoking. So he said, well, I'm going to feel like a hypocrite. And he said, dude, you're not a hypocrite. You don't want to smoke. But you've, you've done this for so long. You've created a chemical dependency and you need to get free. But in the meantime, you're going to rewire your brain. You're going to speak truth and life over yourself because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, regardless of what you're doing right now. That's who you are, and you need to get that identity in your head. And so the guy began to say this as he would smoke. He didn't want to smoke, but you know how it is when you have an addiction. He's going out there seemingly against his will, and he's lighting up, but he's saying, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know what happened? I think it was like three or four weeks later, he went outside to smoke and all of the sudden he didn't even want to light it up. It's like a revelation came, a light bulb turned on and he said, wait a minute. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't want to smoke. 
I'm a righteous man. Righteous men do not smoke. And he had this revelation of, oh my gosh, I am right in the sight of God. I don't need to do this anymore. And it was like the revelation caused there to be a freedom that he had never known before. And he never smoked since. That is what happens when you speak identity over yourself. And the church has forgotten her identity. And we need people to rise up. We need pastors. We need leaders. We need mothers and fathers to rise up and speak identity over the church. To say, what are you doing in the world? Why are you compromising? Why are we allowing these things of the world to infiltrate the church and to get onto the pulpit and to get onto the worship teams? Why are we allowing this mixture of the world and God? We need to remind the church who they are. And that starts with the believer. So I remind you and I call you right now into your identity. Stop letting the flesh and your eyes and pride lead you and drive you. Get on your face before God and weep and mourn in anguish that he would change your heart. But know that you are loved by him. He's not mad at you. He loves you and he wants to set you free and there's a place for you right now. I even feel like right now, at the end of this message, right here, there is a grace for you. At the end of this episode, to put everything away and to get before God and to confess and to repent and to declare the truth over yourself and you will be set free. Amen? Well, man... That was, a, that was a powerful episode. I felt convicted myself of passivity. I want to have the zeal that I had when I was just a young Christian. I still am young, but I remember when I first got saved, I was running around telling everyone about Jesus. And it's funny how we get so busy telling people about Jesus in other ways and we can forget to do the simple things like be on the street and in the grocery store and just everywhere. Father, thank you for reminding me of my first love. Listen, if this spoke to you, will you please share it? Like it, give us a review. Again, I want to tell you, faithful, come join us on faithful. We have talks like this. We're going to all the time. And I'm going to put out more content that's available to you. Again, it's a great way to support our ministry. We won't exist if people don't support us. And I'm thankful for people who do. Thank you so much. I have a book out. That's what the faithful... uh, site is based off of right now as we're deep diving into my devotional it's only ten dollars you can get a paperback or ebook it's on amazon i will always overcome or you can find it on my website at shanewinnings.com if you want to know about a great college bible college accredited university faith international university faithiu.edu Head there, click request information, tell them Shane sent you. You can get info on a bachelor program, master's program, PhD, and here's the best thing. You do it at your own pace. That's right. Homework, classes, it's just due at the end of the week. Big boy rules, big girl rules. For busy people like you and I, you need that flexibility. It's incredible. Go do it. Also, we have a stadium event on September 3rd in Frisco, Texas, I'm calling on a 1,000 youth and parents from every state. That's right, 50,000 people to gather and pray for our nation to turn to God. You can find out more at genz4jesus.com. That's G-E-N-Z, 
F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S.com. It's absolutely free. You just got to get yourself to Frisco, Texas. Who wouldn't want to be here in September? It's beautiful. You can find me on YouTube at Shane Winnings, on TikTok at Real Shane Winnings, or Instagram at Shane.Winnings. I have no other pages. And finally, as we end, I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for every person that listened to this. I pray that you'd convict, you would speak, and that you would reveal your great love for us, God, that you don't want us wrapped up in the things of the world that only lead to death and heartbreak. You want to give us life and life more abundantly in you. Father, I pray for any sickness, any pain, any limitation, that it would be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed in your body right now at the sound of my voice for the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.